0: You are seen, heard, known, and named. We're gonna focus on the named part today. What's in a name? Well, to help us, we have with us today Paige Allen, an executive pastor at Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas, a vibrant, diverse, multi-site congregation. There she pastors the staff and gives oversight to Global Missions, the New Legacy Home for Women, and Bloom Women's Ministry. Paige co-hosts the podcast, Bloom Talks, and travels internationally to speak and teach. She and her husband, Josh, they have two daughters and live in Lubbock. I want you to go learn everything you can about this uh, remarkable woman at her site, pageallen.net. That's paigealle net. Welcome, Paige, to the show. Welcome Paige. Oh my goodness. Our heart lifters know all about you. Ha ha ha. I mean, (laughs) you know all of your credentials, but today we're just glad to have you and your heart and your voice here with us to help us really grasp what your new book is about that he knows. I put my name, the name of the book is he knows your name. Mm -hmm. He knows your name. Mm. Well, thank you for having me, Janelle. I, I'm I'm just so excited to be here. I really am. Oh, well, you're just darling. I don't know. You're just so sweet and I love you already. So you are an executive pastor for sure. You have a lot in your life. And yet I just really want to know where this came from. This this concept. I'm an author. I understand how things unfold, and usually they're very personal. And I'm sure as a pastor and director of Bloom, the women's ministry and the podcast and Legacy Home for Women, women are in your life. And I hear so many women's stories and I know you do. So is this where this bloomed, unfolded? It is. It really is. You know,
1: I, I do. I have such a privilege to walk alongside women in all different stages, all different mm-hmm. Um, seasons, demographics, and what I started discovering was although the questions were unique, there was mm-hmm. always this underlying question, is what I'm doing doesn't matter. Does anybody see me? I feel like I'm just a, a robot. I feel like I just pick up, you know, goldfish cracker crumbs all day, or mm-hmm. I'm an empty nester now. And yeah. what I put my life into it's changed. And, and so, you know, the specifics that I was hearing were so different. And yet what I began to realize it was, it was a similar thread Mm -hmm. of women just wondering, does anybody see me? Does does anybody value me? Um, Mm -hmm. And when it came to their relationship with the Lord, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, does he actually care about me or does he just want me to be productive? Kind of
0: a thought. No. Ouch. Yeah. That hits home. Right. That really hits home.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of along that same time, I was teaching a Bible study and afterwards, one day a lady came up to me and she said she was excited. She had just kind of gleaned something from scripture and she had was said, you know, I've been, um, I'm just drawn to the nameless women in the Bible. Oh, she, she just said that phrase nameless women. And it just it just pierced my heart, you know? And then I realized like it would not leave. It would not leave nameless women, nameless women.
0: yeah,
1: and I realized, you know what I I also am drawn to the nameless women of the Bible. i I had never labeled them that way. I had never put them right. in a category. And I just felt like an invitation from the Lord of like, well, what if you actually went on a deep dive and you started mm-hmm. to study the nameless women? And at that time, I was not even connecting the two. The uh-huh. questions from women I was walking alongside, and this right. invitation from the Lord to study nameless women. But as I began to do it, I just saw, like, oh my goodness, these women in Scripture—they are a reflection of same kinds of questions and issues that women are facing
0: today. Well, what so was that moment like? When it's like that synergistic, like
1: <laughs> right. Oh. It, it, I mean, I was alone <laughs> in, in my office, but I had an aha moment. Ooh, and, I know. You know it's like, yes. I gotta tell you, Yes, <laughs> and, you know, you start writing. it. Uh, I was like trying to <laughs> connect <laughs> all the dots. And I remember, I do think I came home and I told my husband <gasps> and and he just kind of like, was like, okay, yeah. you know, he oh, didn't yeah. get it.
0: No, but I yours. felt it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt
1: it. I was like, no, this is a real thing. This is the thing. So this yeah. is
0: a thing. And I mm-hmm. love, I love it. You have. Yes. Seven, seven nameless women. I'm just going to read off how you okay. titled this. It's so well laid out. Bravo. Thank you. Stop in the name of love. Can't sing it because I'd be charged for it. Stop in the name of love. This is a woman. Yes. So people can kind of start going, hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. carve your name in dirt. <laughs> Make a name for yourself. Oh, how many of us are really trying to do that? A good name desired above riches, called every name in the book Mm -hmm. by any other name. I'm dying to get to this one. Name (laughs) name dropping. (laughs) Yes. Like, ah, oh, it's just really good, Paige. I love it. It's like such a game, such an icebreaker, such a fun thing to sit with and go, okay if I were to be called, if I had that written about me, Mm -hmm. what would it say in, let's see, the longest is one, two, three, four, five, six words. Mm -hmm. So give people six words to say what their life. Okay. I'm going to give you six words. Oh goodness. Do you even do that?
1: Did you even? I I didn't do that. No. So I have done this one other time and I'm trying to remember what I finally landed on and I don't Uh
0: remember. Well, it's also good to have someone else do it.
1: I know. It really is. It was, I remember doing it with
0: um, a friend and it was so powerful. It's it, to reduce. Reduce is the word, like a reduction of reduction. Yes, a sauce. Correct. Yes. And to just yes. six
1: words.
0: All right, guys, this is your moment. Heart lifters. I'm giving you your prompt. I'm giving you your lean in. I will check with you. I want you to take this challenge and Paige and I will do it as well. And when this comes out, we will have given ourselves a little time to uh, think about it, meditate on it, and we'll put it out on Instagram. And so you have anywhere from one to six words to reduce what you feel like your essence your essence your yes. essence like your life
1: message your essence your yes. life
0: message yes mm-hmm. yes yes i'd like that now they'll usually mm-hmm. experts will give you 12 words but we're only giving you six yes because <laughs> we want a phrase okay i love that so you also begin the book with what's in a name Mm-hmm. I would love to hear why you started there.
1: Yeah, I started there because names are important. And God cares deeply about names. I mean, He cares yes. deeply about His own name. Mm-hmm. One of the Ten Commandments is to not take His name in vain. And oh, this
0: is so good.
1: And we discover more about who He is as we study His names. I mean, so, yes. and so often, you know, when people had these audacious moments with God, these defining moments, what they did was they would create an altar and they would give God a new name to describe an aspect, just one tiny aspect of his character because he's so magnificent and so amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, in the book, I pair each story with an attribute or a name of God because Mm -hmm. I believe as we get to know him more, we actually get a better understanding of who we are, not based on what culture is saying or anything else, mm-hmm. but what he is saying about us. But as far as our name is concerned, mm-hmm. it carries something. It, it speaks yes. something. There are a lot of women who don't like their names. There are a lot of women- so
0: true, Paige. You know,
1: that their names, especially their last name, is associated with pain or oh, with mm-hmm. rejection. Sure. I just think it's important for us to- take a little time and wrestle with our names. Nice. I, I even talk a little bit about when I got married and I decided to change my name. Ooh. 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 I had a day where I just, I Tell didn't even us. realize, <laughs> I didn't even realize I was it like internally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, this time I had a, like a mentor in my life and we were just having our, our normal meeting and I was so upset and And I couldn't name it. That's another thing with Amy. Couldn't Uh name it for a minute. But as we began to talk, I finally said, I don't know if I want to become Paige Allen. I don't know her. Before I was married, I was Paige White. And I said, I like Paige White. Uh I've worked hard. I've worked hard (laughs) to give Paige White a good reputation.
0: Oh boy, this is when, so good Paige! Right? Oh my like, God. Oh yes. Right. Yes. When
1: people hear that name, it says something, it speaks something because Absolutely. I have, I have put something into that. And now mm-hmm. in the, you know, in one day's time, I'm now connecting my first name with his last name.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: although I love him, I have some questions. And, um, and it was so good for me to wrestle with that. And she, she encouraged me, okay, like, what are you doing right now? Like, go away, wrestle with the Lord. Okay. And what ended up happening on that day hmm. was, was as I really talked to the Lord, I, I, I actually found myself, I lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma at this time. Oh. And I went to a rose garden, although it was winter. So
0: it was, okay. it was dead, you know, yes. <laughs> But the roots <laughs> of the roses are, the roots are were there. They're getting ready to, you know, fire up and bloom. I love it. I love that yeah. picture actually. Cause that's where you should have been. Because you're trans <clears throat> you're yes. transitioning, you're transforming. Mm. I was. Mm.
1: And as I got really quiet, I felt like the Lord said, Yeah, this is a big thing. But then um. I just felt like he said, Do you want to know what I call you?
0: <gasps>
1: I've got chills. And and I said, I do. What do you call me? And he said, well, I know your name is Paige, mm-hmm. but I call you daughter.
0: Oh. And I mean, we hear things like that, but... I know. They're not cliche. They're not trite. Mm-mm, right. Not in that moment for sure. It was an anointing and almost. It really was. Huh. And I felt like he said,
1: you're going to discover who Paige Allen is. But first, could you spend some time discovering what it means to... At your core, just be my child. And because in that place, your name is not associated with any accolades or any performance. It's not associated with how well you've created this idea of who you are. Hmm.
0: It's it's simple. That's yeah. profound. What a profound <laughs> moment to be in a wintered garden. Yes.
1: And I haven't even I hadn't even thought of that, Janelle. I didn't even Mm-hmm. Yeah. Connect all those no. dots. But yes. Mm-hmm. What does page mean? Page means obedient spirit, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I actually I actually don't write about that. But I had a whole section about this is what my name means. What does your name? Yeah. And in the editing process, you understand they, they were like, you need to cut about 10,000 words.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Wow. That's a lot of words. Yeah. And, and I, and that part got cut okay.
1: and, okay. and I felt like Flora said, it's okay. Yeah. We'll use this later. Yes. But um, yeah, I think it's important. Even everyone listening. Have you ever studied? What does your name mean? Because oh, yeah. whether you ever know <laughs> mm-hmm. it or not, every time someone calls you that they are speaking something over your life.
0: I want everyone to lean in and take a moment to really find out what your name means. If you don't know, I know in naming my children, and I know even the process of naming now my my children, naming their, my grandchildren, it has a lot of prayer and weight and consideration to really try to hone in and grasp what, <laughs> what do you want to name? Because this name is going to say something about this child. yes. But what I think I love most, that all your personal discovery about your own name got put into an edit that landed on the floor in sense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going back to what he said to you in that rose garden, that I, I want to sit somewhere and really receive, mm-hmm. like you did, daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heartlifter, this was not planned. But you know, sometimes the greatest truths unfold by surprise when God takes our breath away. And in this conversation with Paige, he's already taken my breath away so many times, and we're only 14 minutes in. You see, I had the best intention to have a 40 days of Lent journey for you. But due to so many different things happening, that never happened. But I believe inside of not only my interview with Paige, but a few that are coming your way so soon, there are some deep and valuable Lenten lessons that probably have far more weight and glory than my own would have had. So I want to just take some time to implement our beautiful practices of stillness, silence, and solitude, three primary core aspects of our community here, and ask ourselves, have we ever considered what's in a name? What's in my name? I want you to, to look it up. I, I don't know if you know. Perhaps you do, perhaps you don't, but I want you to know what your name means and write it down first and foremost. Second, I want you to consider in one to six words, and I'm going to change this just a little bit since I've listened back, pages, chapters in He Knows Your Name read like this, stop in the name of love. And she talks about a woman who reaches. Carve your name in dirt, a woman who is caught. Make a name for yourself, a woman who suffers. A good name desired above riches, a woman sacrifices. Called every name in the book, a woman pleads. By any other name, a woman worships. Name dropping, a woman known. Now we could do this two ways. If we were in a conference, a workshop, a seminar together, we could do it two ways. One, like Paige did, giving a name to our story, perhaps where we've come from, or one to six words that describe our journey up to this point. So I thought about it, and for myself, I could use this as an example. Named on a white line a woman shamed. So that might define a story that was written over me at age six years old when I was told to stand on the white line by Sister John Marine. If you're a listener, you know my story, and if not, I can connect you to it. And then perhaps go to where you are now, Your perhaps your new name, the name you're living into. My name Janelle means God's gracious gift so perhaps it could be the gift of a new name a woman who loves much so go back listen to those directives again those prompts and you can do one both or perhaps just come on over to at heartlift central our new substack community home where I'm going to take this conversation further. And finally, I would love, I would love for you to find your own wintering rose garden. (laughs) It might look like an ocean, a river, a lake, your back porch, under the tree in your front yard, on your front porch, staring at the beautiful daffodils that I'm looking at through my window right now. Find a secret place, a quiet place I know that you can do this. (laughs) If you have to hire a babysitter to do it or ask a friend to swap help, it's that important over these 40 days. We don't have 40 left. But during this time of Lent to take some real strong God and me time and spend time discovering at your core, as God invited Paige, what it means to be God's beloved child, his daughter. What does that mean? To understand yourself, your name, without any association to glamour, preconceived notions, old narratives, ego, approval, applauding, accolades. Who are you if you are? Put your name here God's beloved child, his adorable, remarkable, loved daughter. And see what the whispers of God bring to your heart. And I invite you to share because you know what? There's power in sharing. And once again, I just invite you over to Substack at Heartlift Central. I will be at Instagram, but I am going to be more focused on spending time on our Substack with this conversation. If you don't know where that is, you can just go to the show notes and I'll have it there for you. And you can find more out about Paige Allen and her incredible book, He Knows Your Name. So stay tuned because part two is coming on Friday. It is. It's just that good. And I want this to be a Lenten journey, and experience, a journaling time where you and I can have some heart reflection and transform perhaps any perceptions that have been over our life, preconceived notions into truth, because that is what we're all about here. Finally, before I let you go, just a parting word, because I am doing my absolute best to keep this podcast ad free. I don't know about you, but when I'm listening to a podcast and suddenly it goes into an advertisement, I mean, I'm just not a fan. So I'm doing everything I can to provide different opportunities for you to be able to support the podcast. One is Heartlift International, my nonprofit, a five hundred one three c dedicated to keeping family and home, the safest, most secure place on earth. There are five arms to Heartlift International. You can go read all about it on my website at janellereardon.com slash heartlift-international. Any tax-deductible donation is appreciated. And you can also join my circle of trust there. Second is Substack. That is a beautiful way just to become a member, a very small fee, in order to keep the podcast reaching to the ends of the earth. You can also make a donation right here on Buzzsprout, my podcast platform. You can see it in the show notes. Just have to click it. Simple, simple, simple. If you have any questions, always please feel free to email me. If you want to say, Janelle, how can I help? What can I do to help support you? I would be so appreciative. Okay, I can't wait to hear what God is showing you, what he's whispering to your heart. See you on Substack.